Marina, will you start? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, as we gather in your name, we thank you, Lord, for your presence and life. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today as we during this session, Lord Jesus. We ask you to anoint all of us, Lord. Help us to understand and listen to your word, Lord. Holy Spirit, we ask you to be with us as we put this into practice in our life. We thank you for walking with us each day and teaching us every day how to walk, how to understand, and how to live our life. Thank you for guiding us and protecting us. We surrender this session at your feet. We surrender all of us and all those who have not joined today and our families, Lord, at your feet. And we cover all of us with your precious blood. We claim complete protection, Lord Jesus. We ask you to bless Joe as he is sharing his word to us. Help us to understand what he is teaching us and to be obedient to your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we are surrendering each and every one of us by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. We are covering us. And whatever we are going to learn, whatever we are going to speak and understand, we cover by the precious blood of Lord Jesus Christ. And we declare that whatever we are discussing will not be leaked out if any spiritual forces outside the kingdom of God is listening to or trying to disturb our discussions, trying to disturb our minds and hearts. We are casting them out or we are sealing by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. And we declare that we will have the understanding given to us by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 So last week, what did we learn? Any points? We learned about the spiritual warfare. You mm -hmm. taught us about the um, armor, the description of the armor. And also you told us what exactly that, you know, binds us away or sorry, that pulls us away is the fear. So when we have fear, we are losing Christ. So in order to come closer to God, we have to have the um, spiritual armor. That is, the, we need to have the understanding of the spiritual growth. We have to come closer to God. Satan can get away when we have Christ in us. So we have to be strongly working on that. Based on a lie, we can go against God. We can go and we can, in order to overcome this lie or to overcome this fear, we have to safeguard so strongly and help ourselves, you know, to come closer to God. So knowledge is power and that comes through the spiritual help from Jesus Christ. And then uh, you, you said us like uh, how we are covered, how we are in, enveloped in Christ. So uh, basically we have to have uh, we should not, never have the spirit of fear. We have to live in the kingdom of God by reading the scriptures, what God has provided us, and figure out the ways to get connected to God. Remind ourselves to put on the armor. And the, the armors are the belt of truth, which saved by our good deeds with the help of Jesus Christ. The truth itself is Jesus. And then the breastplate of righteousness. But in, we need to be Christ in the image and likeness of him. And then the shoes, you said, that's the gospel of peace. We have to surrender ourselves to God to spread the gospel. And then the shield that we need, the shield of faith. Any arrows that's been sent by the enemy, it cannot pierce us. That faith we have to have in Jesus. 
and then we have to wear the helmet of salvation. Too much of worrying, worried about too much thing in our early life. We have to get away with that. So we have the protection of the helmet. That's the salvation of Jesus Christ. And then the sword of the spirit. That's the word of God. We have to read Bible, go through the scriptures, understand the mysteries, get in more and more, engage ourselves. Amen. Thank you, Priya, for a good briefing of everything we discussed. So that was the introduction. And going forward, we will try to delve a deeper, a little bit more deeper, and try to understand what exactly its components in spiritual warfare, how is it affecting us, etc. Et it's more theory stuff, but except, like we mentioned, knowledge is power. We need to know what we are doing. Otherwise, there's no point. Um, so we will try to figure out as much as we can from the scriptures led by Holy Spirit. We will uh, understand what the spiritual kingdoms are. We kind of went through all that already in many sessions. So maybe there are overlaps. We might, there might be repetitions. We, we will revisit certain things we already discussed. Those are all needed. <clears throat> One of the things we always remember is no matter uh, how much we try to distance our physical reality, our physical world from the spiritual world, sometimes we have this con uh, concept in our mind that spirituality is different, spiritual world is different, and our physical life is kind of detached. Spiritual mm -hmm. world is something we activate when we pray or sometimes when we are in this kind of meetings. Only then spiritual world come into a life. I mean, it becomes more active. It is not true. Even physical world, our bodies, our mind, our brain, our the way we are, our habits, personality, everything is structured by God. God created us. God created this world. God created human beings. God created every creation. So that is by design. That is also part of God's uh, big plan. So God doesn't, God is not detached from this world. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, you have to remember that every law which is in the natural world or everything which is in the natural world is also involved in the spiritual warfare or in the, in the spiritual mechanics. Or in other words, God will use or God or any, any spiritual entity will use the patterns the frameworks, the spirit, the physical laws, our biological laws, in order to wage this war. So when we are repeating certain stuff, when we say repetition, repetition sometimes is referred as to the mother of learning or something like that. There is a saying, which means we have to use this brain. We have to use the neural networks you know, in the way our memory is structured by God. How the way we learn and grasp things is very much involved actively in the spiritual growth of any every human being. So it's not detached from your physical bodies. It's not de detached from your brain and your intelligence. Don't think that it's completely in a different level. That when you pray, some some our spirit is being pumped up. We need to engage our minds, engage our brains, engage our memory, all that. So I can tell you everything 
you can find out over the internet for the memory tips for example there are great ways of increasing your memory some people have studied it in, in for scientists or like people who are in more to math there are ways you can increase your memory power by repeating certain things by that following certain patterns or following certain routines for example there is this 20 minute nap thing which power nap thing which me most of us know right so that power nap if you according to the theory that if you take is exactly sleep for 20 minutes you will wake up fully energized etc etc that applies so if we need to use that for uh let's say at night you are reading bible you are so tired from the day take a power nap and come back and start reading it that's that that's how we should be looking at our spiritual warfare spiritual um growth we should not detach it everything which you would do to understand a physical subject or a, let's say a medical particular subject or whatever you do for your exams we should have the same attitude i will do whatever uh, whatever mechanism or whatever is available for me in this realm in this physical realm to understand and have a deeper knowledge of spiritual truth so repetition is one of the things people suggest that if you repeat a same thing brain our brains will think it's more important the brains will register it to your memory much more so one of the challenges one of the things you can attempt or you can you should know that skipping from one topic to another topic to another topic every time will not benefit as much let's say if you want to focus on spiritual warfare just repeat the spiritual warfare topic maybe 10 times even if you take one year just focus on that that will register in your mind much more than reading spiritual warfare for two weeks and jumping to healing another two weeks and then another gift it won't work out it is very important that these things are in our mind that's the first thing it is it should be in your mind there's no other way this is not supernatural it is supernatural but it begins in the natural let me say like because we are in the natural we need to have this understanding that we need to have natural ways of uh, registering all this content all this knowledge in our mind always remember this warfare is in our mind there's a reason why it's happening what the reason why bible says the warfare is in mind or there's a reason why the kingdom of darkness is waging war against in our mind that's the reason the reason is being that it is very important what goes in our mind it is very very important what is in our mind as far as spiritual growth is concerned or spiritual warfare is concerned so the first thing we need to understand is we need to work on our brain work in work on our mind for any spiritual advancement or if you want to be good at spiritual warfare it starts by understanding that this is something i need to deal with my mind my mental capacity to remember things understand things i need to focus more i need to remove the distractions i need to read more and more repeatedly as much as time so that i will understand this completely if we don't have that um 
eagerness if we don't have that importance to the subject we can just go through the subject and it won't benefit you not just this subject any spiritual subject that's one of the problem happening in christendom now everybody is studying so many things they just want knowledge and revelation and revelation but it doesn't go deep in their mind it doesn't register it doesn't become it, 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 there's a difference between knowledge and understanding right so or a knowledge and revelation unless what you listen what you, what you heard from a preacher or what you read from a book or from bible or something holy spirit given to you is just sitting as a knowledge and it hasn't transformed into revelation that won't benefit you so people have spiritual knowledge now nowadays many people are acquiring and they are they're somehow thinking that they are spiritually growing by acquiring spiritual knowledge there are great people who can I mean, intellectual people who can maybe know bible by heart from the very beginning to end maybe have written books and books on the bible they have phd's on the bible these are all good things but their knowledge if it is not transferring into understanding the real practical spirituality in their life may not be that efficient so know this even if you don't know the entire thing even if you don't know much things whatever little you know make sure you understand it all the way it becomes a revelation only then go to the next topic if you follow that you will see the difference so with that we are starting luke 14:31 so today we will start with the introduction luke 14:31 can someone read we need to have bible we need to be very serious about it it's not unlike any topics which we have discussed before um so we very focused have notebooks i will also give you notes for this but take notes because every time a new write that is also been registered into your brain so if you read something in the whatsapp it's not as good as you write something that's a fact so write by yourself these things that will register much more in your brain luke 1431 or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king won't if first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20000 yeah so here jesus is asking which king will do such a stupid thing right when they are going to have a war with somebody else wouldn't they sit down and look at what we have how many armies do we have what are the resources we have what are the resources the enemy has what's their plan what are what is our plan all that has to be taken care only then they will go for war that's the strategy so you cannot just jump into spiritual warfare directly that'll be a stupid idea so that's what we are planning to do. so luke 14:31 kind of summarizes what we are planning to do the series of sessions where we are going to sit down and then look at what we have what the enemy has and what is the strategies of war and then how do we wage this war and then go for war not just study for war go and engage in this battle otherwise there's no point studying because know this once you understand or once you start learning this in deeply the war 
will be waged in a more serious manner against us because the enemy would think that you are preparing for war. So they will come. Whether you will come or not, will go or not, is our decision. So let's better not study it if you are not planning to battle it. That's my suggestion. If you are serious about it, then we should go all in. There's nothing to be afraid. If it is just a knowledge, if it, if it is just to add to one more knowledge level in the spiritual realm, it's not it's not going to benefit. It's actually going to harm. That's why I don't want to teach spiritual warfare, if possible. Um, I try to stay away from it until I understand that, okay, people are serious about it. People have the enough maturity to handle things and they will take this responsibility. So I hope we all are on the same page and we want to take that responsibility and engage in the battle. And remember this, it's not based, this war, the basic understanding, the basic idea is that this war is fought based on our authority and our courage it's and our faith. It doesn't have, fear doesn't have any any yes. any place in this war. So if fear is coming to your mind, know that it is not from God. It is not from God at all. It is not from our own spirit. It is not from Holy Spirit. This is the first strategy Satan or the kingdom of darkness is doing. They're trying to give you fear, make you afraid of this thing, that whatever you're going to jump in is going to cause some harm to you. It is wrong. It is a false. It is a false thing. Reject it right away. Reject it right away. Do not en encourage or engage with that fear. It is normal to feel that because that's the first indication that the enemy is being alerted. Always remember, any time you hear the spiritual warfare from now from today, when you hear spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare should remind you of your authority. My authority. I am the king. Okay, that's how it is. Okay, when 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 you hear about this warfare, think that oh, this is my war. This is my. I'm the king. So you should feel that power, that authority in you. That's what you should feel inside, and you should feel can be proud about that. And then, that's how it should actually make us feel. Uh, because we remember, like we mentioned, this is an offensive or we are going to invade. We are not going, this is not a defensive one. We are trying to figure out, oh, I'm being attacked. How do I block this? No. We are going to invade. We are going to march towards something. This is from a position of authority, position of a king or a queen. That's where we start. And that's where we end as well. So always remember, this should give you a sense of authority, sense of being a king, a kingship. We are queens and kings with the authority of Lord Jesus Christ. We may not feel like it, but that's why I said it's not based on feeling, it's by faith. By faith, we know, Bible says that we are seated at the right hand of the Father in Jesus Christ. By faith, we know that Jesus, are crucified, Jesus is crucified and in, in that crucifixion, he has crucified our own old self. We are being created new in Christ. We are being seated at the right hand of the Father. We have authority much more, far, far above than the principalities and the rulers of the wicked realm. So, so and so. And we have 
the name of Lord Jesus Christ given to us, which is having superior authority and every other spiritual beings should bow beyond it. They have to bend their knees, all that stuff. So we are kings. We are from the position of authority. We are going to know, learn this thing and we are going to engage in the battle. That should be always clear. If a slight bit of fear is coming to you, reject it. Do not engage with that fear feeling. Do not let it grow in you. All right. I hope that's clear. So the strategy is Luke 14.31. We need to understand what we are getting into. All right. So we learned in the beginning there was two kingdoms, right? Now, do you remember what kingdoms did we learn? The kingdom, kingdom of, of God was one of the first session, right? So, yes. yeah. Kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. Kingdom of life, light, and kingdom of darkness. Yeah, kingdom of life or kingdom of Jesus, God's kingdom, kingdom of heaven, etc., etc. It's all pointing to one kingdom where God is the ruler, or Jesus is the ruler, or the Holy Spirit is the ruler. And another kingdom where Satan is the ruler. What is a kingdom? We define that. Anyone remembers that? What's the kingdom? Kingdom is where the king rules. The territory or the realm where a king exercises authority. Right? That's the kingdom. So if, if the kingdom of God, God's authority is prevailing in that realm. There's a territory, there's a border always for a kingdom. Same way, kingdom of darkness should have a territory. So those are the basic things. There are two kingdoms. One is the kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Sorry, kingdom of darkness. So Ephesians 6.12. Can someone read? Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, <clears throat> but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. St. Paul talking about a war which is not waged against flesh and blood, which means it's not natural war. Flesh and blood is the created beings. So uh, this war is not waged against flesh and blood, which means we are not waging a war in the natural realm. But it is waged against who? The principalities, powers, then rulers of darkness, spiritual forces which are living in the heavenly places. So this is where the war is war is waged again, and it's a wrestling match. It says struggle in the version which you read, but mostly it's read as for we struggle wrestle against. Wrestling is a contact sport, which means you are always in contact, always very in very close proximity. You are being wrestling with something else. Uh, so this is the warfare we are going to learn about. But remember. Um, St. Paul talks about how it's not against flesh and blood. So we need to understand two more concepts. 
there's a natural realm and a spiritual realm. If you want to write it down, there are two realms. One is natural realm and one is a spiritual realm. Or the natural world or the spiritual world. So what is the natural world? Where we are, where it yeah. is daily. Where a natural, the difference between spiritual and natural is natural is tangible. We can touch, sense, smell, see, etc. Right? With yeah. our senses. So, so the country we live in, the state, I mean all this earthly realm is the natural, natural Our world. world. Yeah. So in natural world, we walk by sight, right? We reason, we have logic, reasoning, we understand things, all that stuff happen in the, in the we have science. What is science? What is science? We all learn science in school and college. And some are learning medical science, doctors. What is science? There's this big debate, right? Kids are always asking this term. Science have disproved God already. We have so much scientific progress that we don't, we have almost proved that God doesn't exist. So people see that science is kind of opposite of what or the spiritual principle here. What is science? The definition Proof of science. Study and structure physical and natural world through observation. No, you read the Google this. I, I feel physics, chemistry, and biology. Physics, chemistry, no, and proving the fact. The chemical loch Proven facts. Right. I think uh, Warren Hesh's definition is from Google, right? Did you Google it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, what does it <laughs> What does it say? It says that um, science is the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation. And right. the we are talking about natural world, right? And it is definitely it, it is defined as by observation and experiments. They are trying to figure out what is in the natural world. That is science. That it is a good thing. And God wants us to study. God wants us to understand what he has created and all the hidden secrets behind it. So he is always excited when we learn about what he has done, just like any father. Like if I build something for my kid, let's say I build a toy for him and give it to him, and he is trying to take it out and try to put it together, understand how this is working, I wouldn't be mad at him. I would be like curiously watching him from the side, seeing that, okay, can he understand it? And if, when he figures it out, I'll be really happy. Why? I want him to figure it out, right? Similar, Similarly, God wants us to figure out the natural world. Um, and that's why science is a beautiful thing. And we all should be learning as much as we can. That's also a, that's also can be termed as a worship, right? We will figure, that's exactly what certain scientists have come back to God by looking at the DNAs and genome mapping and all that. They were like amazed by the details of that stuff when they understood the secrets behind it. Like this cannot be just random stance. This cannot be coming from a random explosion or a big bang. This is intelligent information written into our biological genomes and chromosomes. This should be from a creator. And I think that I, I, I he's a highly intelligent, beyond our intelligence, 
So I think that's the supreme creator involved in all the design process. There are many scientists who come to back to that supreme God like that. So that's a real, that's a worship um, in a different way, in a different sense. So yeah, we, if you see that right, movie yeah. is for Christ in that, uh, you know, he goes to a lot of scientists to prove that God is not real. And they all come back and tell him that no God is there. We have been yeah. able to do our science. We have been able to prove. Correct. So the natural, I mean, to me, I would rather study Bible than science. Studying science is good. Um, because the reason being, we have to survive in this natural world and all this stuff, stuff is needed for our getting employment, getting a professional degree, getting a livelihood, all that is needed. So in that sense, it's needed. But once we, once we are focusing on the spiritual warfare, there's natural world, science is for the study of natural world. And there is also a spiritual world. So this is the problem, right? Where the people don't believe in spiritual world. Most of the people who are atheists, they don't believe in spiritual world. And they say when, if I try to, I speak Malayalam, right? I speak Malayalam and you guys probably speak Konkani and Konkani and maybe English. So if I try to, so if you come back, come to me and um, say that, okay, I want to learn Malayalam. But teach me in Kongani. Okay, I'm like, okay, I cannot do that. Right? These are two different things. Or or you can say that I am really good at maths. I know numbers really well. Can you teach English um, using numbers? We're like, no, we cannot. Because these are two different things. You need to take your mindset of your mathematical brain outside or your Kongani brain outside and start fresh agreeing to what I say. I say that this ah, if I write like this, this is ah, you have to agree with it. You may say that in Hungary, it's not, it's written a different way. So if you keep fighting to me that, oh, this is not ah, the ah, ah I know is different. Like, no, we cannot go forward. We can keep fighting. The same way, science is a study and observation of the natural world. What we are dealing with is the spiritual world. God, God is in the spiritual world. So if we try to use a utility or a mechanism you use to derive, to understand the natural world, to understand the spiritual world, it's not going to work out. When someone is coming to know Christ or coming to understand the spiritual things, he should be willing to have an open mind where he will be, he will be able to agree with the basic things in the spiritual world. And then we can build on that. So you cannot come and say with science teach we're gonna show me where God is. They won't be able to. He won't be able. To. Nobody will be able to. The same way, we cannot explain all the physical laws by using Bible. Some people attempt to do that, and I don't think so because Bible is not a science book. There may be scientific facts here and there, but Bible doesn't define how everything in the natural world is being created. How is it being sustained? How is it, or what time is it created? So that's the big issues going on. Either people are in two extremes. They are extreme. One extreme says that there is no spiritual thing and we need to define everything in the spiritual by natural, then we will believe. So they are trying, okay, use science to show us God. There's no way we can do that. The other people on the spiritual side say that we are going to believe that Bible is the ultimate truth for all the scientific facts. So they say that God created um 
heaven and earth, everything in six days and the seventh day God rested. And in another Bible verse, it says one day of God is like thousand years of men. So they did the calculation and say 6,000 years is what it took God to create. So earth is like 6,000 or 7,000 years old, according to the Bible. And they believe that. But science, the natural world, the scientific facts come, has come into picture that it's millions of years old. So there's a big debate going on. They, they, the, this side will not agree with that. So we need to understand that these both are two parallel tracks. They don't collide each other. They actually complement each other. Don't try to define by one with other. According to Catholic Church, we don't define or we don't believe. This is a very important thing we need to understand. We don't say that everything was created in 6,000 years. We don't do that kind of equation thing. What we say that, what Genesis, in Genesis, in the book of Genesis, what God is trying to convey to us is that he is the supreme creator. He created it. Whether he created in 6,000 years or he created in 6 million years, that's not what Genesis is trying to say. What Genesis is trying to say is that we need to have understanding that God is the one who created everything. And we need to believe in it. We have faith in it. And and Bible is trying to put in the easiest way possible to understand. There are things which are not in the Bible, uh, which we don't need to know. For example, everything is not put in the Bible. In the Bible, whatever is being put in is only needed for our salvation. If we know that, whatever is needed for our salvation, Whatever is needed for to find figuring out God and working with Him and being holy is given in the Bible. It's not an encyclopedia of everything. So there are things which are not there in the Bible. That doesn't mean the Bible is wrong. So we need to have that understanding. The natural world, science, etc., and everything in the natural world has its own place. And then when it comes to the spiritual world, or sometimes it's called natural realm and spiritual realm. So where is this war waged? The spiritual warfare I'm <coughs> talking about. Ephesians 6 told We just read, it's not against flesh and blood. So definitely not in the natural realm. It's against principalities, against rulers and the powers of the dark world who reside in heavenly places. So definitely this warfare, where is it? Where is the yeah, root of it? It's heavenly, in the heavenly world, in the spiritual world, not in the natural world. Okay, that, that's one distinction. Always remember, it's in the spiritual world, not in the natural world. Uh, so now, coming back to the kingdoms which we discussed, the kingdom of God and kingdom of darkness. darkness. Where is those kingdom existing? Is it in the natural world or the spiritual world? In, in the natural world. In our minds. No. It is in the spiritual world, right? The kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. Yeah. It's it is in the spiritual world. They don't is they are based out of spiritual realm. This war, war is at the spiritual realm. So that all the kingdom of God is also their kingdom of darkness established in the spiritual world. So now, there's only one creation. Okay, there's only one creation of God who is both in the natural and spiritual. Yes. We, uh, human uh, beings. Us, us, yeah. 
human beings. So that's a big distinction. So what other creations do we know? Like animals, they exist in the no. natural Physical. world. Yeah. Right? Plants and all, all other stuff. Angels? Spiritual world. Spiritual world. They exist completely on the, or basically they, their habitat or their, they where they live is in the spiritual world. They are spirits. So God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Mother Mary, saints, they all are the spiritual. spiritual. But humans are, while we are living in this earth, we exist in both physical. natural worlds and the spiritual world. This is a key thing we to remember. We definitely, in the natural world, we use science, we use senses, we, it's tangible, we can see, we can use our senses to understand all that. So we can touch and feel and see and we know that we exist here, right? But the spiritual existence of us, by sight we walk in natural world. How do we walk in the spiritual world? By faith. Believe. By faith. faith believe. I mean, by prayer. Faith. What is faith? Right. What is faith? The definition? Hebrews 11? The unseen. Believing in something believing which in is not seen. What is, what is 11? One? Yeah. Hebrews 11? One? No, we were learning the other days. So asking Flossie. Right. right, right. You should say, remind or repeat. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Assurance about what we do not see. So that's why Paul was saying, even though we live in the natural world, we live as if we live in the spiritual world. We walk by faith, faith. by sight. See, he's trying to differ. But anyway, by default, by any human being, all of us, we walk by sight right? in the, this natural world. But now in the spiritual world, Things are a little different. There, we walk by faith. faith. While we exist here. Do we need faith once we are in the spiritual world? Yes. Does angels need no. faith? Uh, no, 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 no. They already have the faith. They already believed in Jesus. No, no, no. What is faith according to the definition? Believe in unseen. Things mm -hmm. unseen. For angels, is there anything unseen? Which they but need they to be very it. confident about. They're seeing it, no? They're the seeing it. And they're always in the spiritual they, world. They belong to the spiritual the world. Spiritual <laughs> so faith is not needed in the spiritual world. <laughs> because everything is seen and known for them. For them, it's like natural. Correct. So that's why St. Paul says there are three things, three virtues. What are they? Body, soul, and uh, no, 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 no. There are three things, but the greatest of this is love. Yeah. Do you know hope. which verse it is? Hope. Yeah. Hope and hope, faith, and love. Faith, hope, and charity. Actually. Correct. Well, that's our slogan as well. So, faith, hope, and love for charity. Love. But the greatest of this is love. Why? Because when you love somebody, you are ready to do anything for them. Yeah, but well, all of them are really good, right? Faith, hope, and love. These three things, any Christian, our basic life, the life depends on all these three things. 
hope we hope in the resurrected Christ that uh, he will come back and we will be in eternity that's our hope our faith in Christ that he has already conquered all the stuff he has taken away our sin we are right being saved and being righteous and then we love Jesus Christ we love each other that's the greatest commandment all that but all of them are good but then Paul says love is the most one most important one maybe one one reason he said that is because faith and hope is only needed in the natural realm. Love still continues. Right? Love, God is love. Or love is even here and even in the eternal, in the spiritual world and in the natural realm. Love is constant. Love, is, love exists. Love is the most important. In other words, hope and faith is something given to us when we are in the natural world. Why do we need faith and hope in that sense? Why do we need faith and hope? What's the purpose of those two virtues? Because unseen and hope because that unseen, we are... Hope, hope is also kind of unseen, right? We are unseen. hoping for something which will come in the future. Um, so these two connects us to the spiritual, spiritual, spiritual world. Spiritual world. Are you getting it? Yes. Yeah. Those are the unseen things, but with the hope and faith, we are primarily by faith, we are seeing in the spiritual world, I would say. Right? We walk by sight in the natural world, we walk by faith in the spiritual world. So we see Jesus Christ, we see or in, in our mind's eye, in our inner eyes, with our spiritual eyes, I would say, we see Jesus Christ by having faith in him. So faith is needed or faith is the linking factor between spiritual world and the natural world. So if if, if any spiritual war, if spiritual being or let's say if the kingdom of darkness wants all the believers to fail, what would they do? They would rather, they would, they do not want anybody to connect to the spiritual world. What should they do? Pain. Destroy <clears throat> faith. They right? will destroy, destroy in the net physical destroy world. Pain. No, uh, if, 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 let's say for the argument's sake, I'm on the darkness side, kingdom of darkness side, and I don't want any of you guys to connect to the spiritual world. And understand all those things and get, bring anything down. What is the connecting factor? How do you faith. walk we'll there? Break our faith. Break your faith and break your hope. And if yeah. there's no faith, there's no way that anything is. from the spiritual world come down. Right? They are free now to exercise their domain. There's no resistance for them, for the kingdom of darkness. So that's why take out the shield of faith, which will prevent every attack of the enemy, right? That's what the armor. So remember, faith is the most important thing you will require or we will require while waging this warfare or waging or living in this world. The faith is the most important thing and it is only needed because we exist both in the natural world and in the spiritual Amen. world, right? So think, start thinking of faith 
like that this is a, this is something we need this is how we walk in the spiritual world this is how we connect to the spiritual world not like oh do you have faith in jesus yes i believe he is my lord and he died for me that's not faith that's the faith statement but the revelation or the actual practical in for our practical aspect you should know that these have these are real effects the way we walk faith is something tangible faith can grow right faith different measures of faith can grow and, and by faith you are being healed by faith god lord created many things so faith is not just a virtue or a feeling it's much more than that we may not be able to completely comprehend it but think of it as faith is the most important thing we should develop if we want to do anything in the spiritual world if you want god if god wants to do something in your life what will he require from you believe in him so have faith surrender to surrender he should have he would expect you to have that much faith so that that's the channeling so god wants you to get a healing god wants you to get a breakthrough in a certain financial issue you are going through wouldn't god want that he would he will the he's a heavenly father he really want us not to suffer but how can he push that through into your life no he can only channel it through it the connecting link which is so spiritual realm bible says everything in christ the riches in christ is given to you that's our inheritance every you are blessed in christ in the spiritual realms with everything with all spiritual gifts all the gifts that's his wish god gave jesus himself so that we'll have eternal life with him god wouldn't wouldn't our father give everything we ask for jesus himself said if we ask in my name by faith if you ask and and if you don't doubt in your heart you will whatever it is did he put a condition no he didn't put a condition he said whatever it is i will give you but isn't that happening now no we don't see that being happening <laughs> so that's where we are trying to understand this so it's very important that you may understand even to god to bring everything he wants his plan on purpose and his riches to us we need to have that open channel which is great faith in him so if okay that's a spiritual principle anything from the spiritual realm or spiritual world can come down to the natural world and manifest in the natural world only through a channel of faith okay the satan when we learned about kingdom of satan he also kind of formulated a hierarchical structure he was trying to simulate what god has created he was copying everything god has created in the kingdom of god so they also have different structure that's what we just read principalities rulers right demons there are many structures we'll learn about it later structure later chapter later sessions but know that we also discussed this long back can satan create anything no so how does he work 
he we talked we talked about systems do you remember yes he so breaks system, the system correct he misuses a system an existing system he will manipulate it for example we remember like we thought thought talked about school systems school system is good it is needed for nurturing our children in knowledge and all that stuff so god has created such a system has allowed man to create such a system but what that system must be misused and manipulated by the kingdom of darkness and it is being effectively used against god so every system which god has put in place satan will try to or or i would say that the only way satan can do anything is through those systems only okay by mis misusing it so it was a system for uh anyway that's a totally different topic let's come back so now whatever i explained is a spiritual system to bring anything from the spiritual realm down to natural world what do we need faith okay so this is a spiritual system or spiritual framework god has put in place yeah. from the very beginning okay that is understood right so if the kingdom of darkness exists in where exists where in um, in the natural world or the spiritual world? no spiritual world spiritual world spiritual world right so if the kingdom of darkness wants to do something in the natural world where we live in in our house in our country in our city in our own lives what does he need he he needs to break that faith that we are having no 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 he what he also cannot operate outside god's framework right he, he will he has he to use through the channel of yeah faith only through yeah. that system right right he has to use that framework to get to the natural world or to our life to our kingdom so i'm trying to take you into the details how this things work so he uses uh, medium like a uh, human body uh, no 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 i'm not talking about that but we just focus on that faith part right the, the channel of faith which is required to bring anything from okay. heavens to the natural to the world. natural world he hacks so, the faith in us correct so he needs to somehow simulate a faith in us so that he can also bring his kingdom. stuff into us his plan his kingdom his first plans this puts doubts in our minds so yeah. we shatter in faith mhm mm yeah lie because lie, the doubts fear. when doubts come we forget faith we fear comes everything comes <laughs> right so now we need to understand there is no fear there is nothing called fear there is only faith there can be positive faith and there can be negative faith now start try to uh put everything under two umbrellas the negative faith and positive faith because through faith spiritual realm comes down whether it's from the kingdom of darkness or kingdom of god we will figure out based on the negative faith or a positive faith let me define a negative faith for example fear what is fear just take one example what do what something you are afraid of like darkness. obviously darkness no, no, in 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 very in reality in practical terms let's say we are scared about our kids future isn't yeah. it most of yeah. us are 
what does if that you mean? go to heights we get fear of heights correct so this children thing is more relatable so let's focus on that try, trying to figure out what is fear we fear that something can go wrong in their life in the future right that's why we are afraid it comes out of the caring nature of parents but in the bible jesus said do not worry about tomorrow but anyway let's let's see why he is saying that the fear is actually a faith a faith or or faith is fear conviction is that in the unseen right that you the things you are hoping for will come into fruition so i'm thinking that i'm hoping that there will be times of struggle in my kids future and i'm pretty much really sure that that's going to happen somehow that's the fear so now i am trying to cover up that fear by asking god to protect them but my prayer is out of fear so this is faith in the negative faith it the faith the subject of your faith is important now i'm my my faith is something really is going to something can happen in my kids future that's my faith that's an emotion that's exactly is faith but it is a negative faith i'm telling myself and my my thoughts are important not just by speaking but in my thoughts this is going around in my mind that something is going to go bad in my future i am not i am uncertain about their future because i am not sure if everything will be right which means i am putting a faith wrong faith and that's good enough for that to manifest whatever you are thinking whatever is you are thinking that which can really happen is faith because you are almost sure depending on like faith has measures right same way some people are really really sure that because my mother had this cancer i'm going to get that and they live in that fear and what happens when we live in that fear we are it's a faith that i'm going to get cancer and that's all needed for spiritual realm the kingdom of darkness will use that faith to bring that same thing that he was hoping for the assurance of things hoped for right he is using the system to bring sickness or whatever else we're afraid of if we are afraid of our kids future that's exactly what's going to happen because we are giving authority to him now you understand like our hopelessness which means we don't have any hope we have depression anxiety all that stuff everything is important now we are opening up channels correct right so until today we never thought about it we thought these are like natural emotions that triggered from our mind yes it is but if enemy is able to trigger the wrong side of the faith and that is something we are opening up to the spiritual realm and that will manifest eventually so by keeping people ignorant of this knowledge he has been able to conquer a lot of ground in our lives in many people's life so we will get to the okay sorry 10:30 okay so at least we let's let's stop there so there is a natural realm there is a spiritual realm and uh, from the spiritual world it has to come down anything to, to natural world. through the faith part faith channel that's the framework and same system has to be used by the kingdom of darkness also so now we and came to understand that 
yeah our thoughts faith is in our mind mind is in our mind so these two things are in our mind now we may be able to kind of figure out right why the battle is happening in the mind because satan or the kingdom of god or kingdom of darkness they need to bring you into a mindset where you have either faith in god or fear which is also faith in something wrong going to happen so based on that trigger they will be able to act so that's why the war is being waged in the mind all right so that's a lot of information um so we'll let's stop it all the time is running out so today's today's homework we have done this before also we asked um, all of us to go back and jot down what are the strongholds in our mind so those strongholds are what are we living in what uh, think about all your feelings the worry anxiety what's going on in your mind and try to put in two umbrellas negative faith and positive faith that's only homework and i don't you don't need to send it to me just do your exercise and ne next week we will work on it together so keep it ready all the things which you think is bringing the kingdom of darkness into your life i'm talking about thoughts okay in your mind whatever is going on um, on the other side the positive side so let's stop today <coughs> okay um also read first corinthians 2:14 First Corinthians two fourteen. That's for homework. Just read it before next, and whatever you understand from that, if you want to message me, you can. First Corinthians two fourteen. All right. So let's close our eyes. So I want you to use your spiritual eyes, also known as faith. we walk in this natural world by sight so i asked you to close your eyes which means you are shutting down the sight which takes out like 90% of distraction now that's why when you close your eyes and pray you can focus more because now you are able to connect a little bit more when you are in a silent place a peaceful place you can connect more because the natural world is being kind of disconnected now your spiritual side of remember we are a only creation where we have both we exist both in natural world at the same time we exist in the spiritual world in the natural world we can always sense that existence but in the spiritual world we sense that existence by faith so i want you to focus on shut down the natural world as much as possible and focus on the spiritual side of our existence by faith i want you to walk into that calvary the mount of calvary where christ is crucified so in in the bible it is clearly mentioned when he hung on that cross every authority of satan over your life is being destroyed now jesus is your king he has full authority i want you to just declare that in your mind and look at jesus face and tell him that you are my king thank you for dying for me thank you for taking away all the curses 
all the authority, all the slavery which I was going through. You loved me so much that you cared about me. You came down from heaven. You have everything you had. Won the divinity and came down and died for me. And now I am yours. You have given me authority. You, you have made me a king. You have made me a queen in the kingdom of God. And gave him a promise that we will wage this spiritual warfare. Ask him to teach you. Just like he taught the disciples. Teach us Jesus. We want to know the spiritual secrets of the kingdom of God. You taught them the kingdom of God for 40 days before you ascended to heaven. Father, using the Holy Spirit, teach us. Give us the wisdom, give us the understanding, and we give us the ability to understand and have faith in you. Mother Mary, to all the saints, help us with your prayers while we go through the spiritual warfare topic. It was much more understanding that we will be able to stand against the, all the tactics of enemy and bring glory to you, Father. Surrender your family, surrender everything you are worried about to Lord Jesus Christ. Hide yourself in that wounds. Lord, I take authority by in your name on all their sickness, all their problems, all their financial issues, all the troubles which is going through their mind. And we declare together in Christ any of this have no authority over us. We are above and beyond them. In Jesus Christ, we cast them out by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. We cast out every sickness from our life, every problem from our life. All mind-blinding spirits, leave us right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of fear, leave us from our own life, our kids' life, in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that from today, I will be more alert in what's going on in my mind. I will not let my thoughts run loose. I will not worry about tomorrow. I will not worry about past. I will not worry about the situation in my office. I will keep declaring every time those th thoughts come into me, I'll keep declaring in Christ, I will have victory in this area. And in fact, in Christ, I already had victory on this area in, in Calvary, in that course. We declare every tactics of enemy is being destroyed as we speak right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the spiritual world, by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ, we are sprinkling it over all the families and we declare that being protected and they will be led by the Holy Spirit. And angels, I ask you, Father, that you send down your angels and give them charge over them. In the mighty and wonderful name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Amen. See you next Thank week. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.